0: That was pretty huge. That was, that was pretty huge, Derek. Thank you. Man, that was... Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Thank. There, there you go. So, <laughs> is that Sherry clapping? Is that? That's my wife's name, so... Uh, yeah, uh, Derek said my wife was here. Hey, Sherry, are you in the back there? Hey, Sherry, stand up for a second. Are you back? Oh, Sherry, you're over here. She's right there. Say hi to Sherry. Hi, Sherry. So, you guys, we're going to end up, uh, hopefully, uh, somewhere in the, in, the, in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 9. So if you have your Bible, go ahead and turn there. If you're going, man, it's going to be kind of confusing, I want you to at least write it down. If you have a booklet or something, something to write down, Acts chapter 9, read it later. If you're not going to read it uh, tonight, I'm only going to talk about a little bit of it, so I hope later tonight you just read through the whole thing. But before we go into that... Um, Maybe some of you have met me before. Uh, I don't know, but I don't know many of you. You don't really know me. So what I like to do is just to begin with, just and I hope I get to know you this week. Um, but just to begin with, let me just let you be able to get to know me a little bit. And I thought, you know, how can you get to know me?" And you know this, the phrase, like, a, "A picture's worth a thousand words, that kind of thing. So I thought I would just show you a picture that would let you get to know me. This is me in eighth grade. Go ahead and show it up there. Thank you for laughing. That was was nice to laugh. So yes, this is me in eighth grade. So no, I don't blame you for laughing. I heard some people that, oh, thank you, yeah. So, um, by the way, I still have my hair. I just cut it very short now, but um, so, but this is me in eighth grade. Uh, So they're right there, it probably tells you a lot, but I'm gonna let you do this. I'm gonna let you guys ask me some questions about my life. Um, There's a couple rules. The uh, first rule is this, and that is that if you ask me something that isn't maybe appropriate, I don't know that you would do this, I have to just throw this out as a disclaimer, but if you ask me something that's just not really the right place right now in the open right here to talk about it, to answer it, I'm going to say, hey, I won't answer that right now, let's talk afterwards or whatever if we need to talk about it afterwards. uh, So just ask a question that's appropriate to ask out here. But the second rule is actually more important than the first one, and that is this. You can ask me anything about my life, about my life when I was in junior high. So if you say, hey, PJ, do you have any kids? I'm going to say, no, I did not have any kids when I was in junior high. (laughs) So it's going to be when I was in junior high. So maybe even think about, you don't have to necessarily say this, but maybe you can at least think it. Hey, PJ, when you were in junior high or when you were in middle school, what? And then ask the question. So this is what we're gonna do. I'm gonna allow this section right here, you guys can ask me a question. One one person. One person from this section, one person from this section, one person from that section. So four questions. And we'll see how it goes. So you have you have your hand up right right here. So what's your question? What is the biggest thing you went through in junior high? What's the biggest what? The biggest thing I went through in junior high? Boy, that's a pretty broad question. Yeah. That's the biggest thing that I went through in junior high. Man, that's a tough one. Um, uh, Is there something more specific you want to know? Like like a hard thing or something or what? Or like the biggest what? Um, Well, I I think I could tell you that uh, in junior high, um, I got into kind of a fight. But not really a fight. If you knew me in junior high, I... I don't know if any of you guys like, oh man, I love getting in fights. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know if any of you guys, I'm a lover, not a fighter, you know. I'm definitely that. I don't, I don't get in fights. I remember my friend Mark, um, one day uh, when I was in eighth grade, we're out of lunch and stuff, and he's my friend. And this is so weird, because you get in a fight with your friend, you know. Um, but uh, he, um, they were giving me wedgies. What? Serious, I'm Serious. At, at, during, lunch, during like the lunch break and stuff and I, st- I got really mad. I don't really get mad. It takes a lot for me to get mad. And uh, I got mad and I, uh, you know, turned to Mark after he gave me kind of a wedgie thing and, 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 I, and I, he was a little bit overweight. And so I, I said, man, this is really mean. This is about the meanest I can get right here. I said, hey, stop it. Fatso. I know. That's what I said. I said that. I did. I said it. I know. It's really bad. So, and uh, he, said, he said, he goes, he just totally got serious. And he goes, Would you call me? And I, I went, I'm not going to back down. I said, You heard me. Fatso. <laughs> and he totally, I'm looking at him like, like, I didn't know this was coming. He goes back and just goes, BAM! Right in my face hits me right in the face. And at first I thought, did he just hit me in the face? He hits me, and then I go, I, I didn't know what to do, but suddenly it's like, you, you know the fights in junior high, you know where you're, suddenly you're there and suddenly there's like one, yeah, you're like, hey, yeah, I know all about it. Um, and suddenly there's a crowd. I mean, like they came out of nowhere, like they came out of the ground. And like suddenly there's all these people like watching, like, hey, there's a fight, you know? And then, but I, I, I did something really weird. I told it, I know it disappointed people, But he hits me, and I look at him, and he's like, ready. And I just went, and I turned around, and I walked away. (laughs) That's what I did. And that's weird, because he didn't know what to do. He's just standing there. And I guess they went, hey, you win, you know, whatever. (laughs) But I walk away, and this is what's really weird. Guys, when they get in fights, you guys, seriously. Like, by the end of the day at school, we were friends again. So that's just kind of how uh, it's really weird. It's really weird. But that was one big thing in junior high. So, uh, wow, you really got a big question. Yeah, you're standing up, ready to, your arm falling off. Go ahead, what is it? Do, you remember all your teachers names? do I remember all my teachers' names? Uh, it's a long time ago. No, but I do remember Mr. La Laguna. I remember Miss Carter. Um, and uh, they were like my whole, we had like homeroom teacher kind of stuff. So they were my, Homeroom people, so I don't remember a lot of other teachers' names in junior high. Anyway, so ah, uh, yes, you. What's your question? When I was in junior high, was I a jerk? Do I look like a jerk? Is that what I, I mean, do? I? I mean, okay. Seriously, I can understand like why I would look like a nerd but not a jerk. I mean, no, I was, I, I honestly, um, to be honest, I do not think I was a jerk. I was a, I was a good person. People would have said, he's a good guy. He didn't, you know, I didn't cheat. I didn't like, like I didn't even, I didn't fight anybody. I didn't, I didn't do anything like bad to people. You know, I tried to treat people nice. I think people would have said, ah, PJ, he's a nice guy. So if that means anything to you, but that's, that's what I think would have happened. So uh, and, yes, what's your question? Yes, you. In junior high what? What's one of the worst experiences I had with what? A teacher? Yeah. I didn't have any bad experiences with teachers, I'm telling you. I did not. I, I uh, I, I, I didn't have any bad ones. What, what's yours? What's your? I can take one more from that section. What? Yeah, you. What, what's that? Wow, that's a great question to end with. Did you hear what he said? He said, did you believe in Christ when you were in junior high? You know what? I'm going to answer that with this. We're not going to take any more questions. Let me just answer that. And actually, we're going to get into it. I'm going to come back to that. Was I a believer in Christ? I'll tell you this. I thought I was, but I really wasn't. Now, that's a weird answer. Because how could somebody think they are, but they really aren't? Actually, there there is a way that that happens. And uh, actually what we're going to talk about tonight, you're going to see that there's definitely ways that that happens. And I want to just throw this out. And I'll tell you my story in just a little bit, a tiny bit of it as we go through this tonight. But guys, I think that there might be somebody else here in this room that you're like me when I was in eighth grade. I really thought I was okay with God. I really did. I wasn't lying to myself. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to, you know, like totally, you know, try to fool everybody else. I really meant it but I was wrong. I was sincere, but I was sincerely wrong. I was wrong. And I discovered that after my eighth grade year, and it took me probably through a long process until I was a freshman in college, before I actually became a follower of Jesus Christ, for real. And guys, this is what drives me. One reason why I love being able to talk to you is because I remember what it was like for me, and I don't know who I'm talking to, but I gotta know, I know that somebody in this room, you are more like me in that. You're gonna realize it. And maybe you just need to hear it this week. Because I think a lot of us would say, if I said, hey, you believe in God? Yeah, I believe in God. Hey, you too? Yeah, high five. And then we'd walk our way. Great, we all believe in God. Really? really? Maybe some of us think we do, but we don't really. What if that's the truth? Jesus actually said at one time when he said, many people in the last day are going to stand before me. He says this in the book of Luke. Many people, many are going to stand before me one day and say, Lord, Lord, they're going to know who Jesus is. And Jesus is going to say to them this. He goes, and I'm going to say back to them, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. Depart from me. In other words, he says there's going to be a lot of people who know something about Jesus, and they actually think that they're okay with Jesus, but they're going to find out that they're really not. That really concerns me. And he doesn't say just a few people. He says many Man, I don't want that to be you. And I'm telling you, that would have been me. If something would have happened to me between eighth grade and, and freshman year and, and, and college, I would have stood before Jesus and said, hey, Lord, and he would have said, man, PJ, I'm sorry. We don't have a relationship. Oh, man. Guys, um, I'm convinced that what, who, that if we know God, or whether we don't know God, whether we know him or don't, is the biggest thing that's going to happen in your life. I mean, it's the biggest decision you're ever going to make is whether you decide to know God or not. The biggest thing. I mean, we could talk all day about, hey, hey, get to know PJ more. Hey, ask me another question, ask me another question. Would you be that excited about asking God questions about himself? You know what I mean? Like, I want to know this about you, and I want to... Let's be honest, some of us don't. Come on. We're like, is this over yet? I don't want to know anything more about God. I don't really care. I'm being honest. Can we go yet? Because I think the swimming pool or the skate thing's open or whatever. I mean, really? How much do you really want to know God? Because knowing God is going to make the difference in all the world. I mean, it makes a difference. It makes. It changes everything, you guys. And, and if I do, if I know God well, it changes everything. And if I even, if I think I know God but I really don't, that changes everything too. There's three kinds of people in this room. Three kinds. There's some people in this room, you know God. You do. You know God and what shows that you actually know him is that you do want to know him more. Because there's, you know him just enough. You know him just enough that you realize you need to know him more. You're like, i got to know this guy more. I want to know this God of mine. If I know God and I know him as my God, well then, if I'm following him, I want to know who I'm following. I just want to know him more. You know who you are. And you're here because you want to know him more. There's a second group of people. And you know who you are. You don't know God. And you know that you don't know God. There's no question about it. You're not gonna fake it. You're not gonna just pretend. You don't know God and you don't, and you, maybe even you don't even care to know God. I don't really care. And if you're honest, you're just being, on, just being honest. That's okay, that's where you're at. But you don't know God, and you know you don't know God. And maybe you're one of the people like what Derek was talking about. You know, you, you were asked by a friend to come here. You had no idea even about chapel stuff or anything else. You're like, I came because my friend asked me, and I thought, hey, camp, that's fine. That's great. I'm not doing anything else this summer, or that sounds fun. Oh, somebody paid your way. Here's a scholarship. Okay, I'll go. Maybe even some of you are here because your parents forced you to come. You really don't even want to be here. You're going to try to make the best of it, do whatever you want with it, but you don't even want to be here. You, you don't know God, and you don't care to know God. And you know you, you know you don't know God. You want to get to know that girl? You want to know her? Or you want to, know, you want to get to know that guy? But knowing God? uh eh, whatever. Honestly. Honestly. I know. There is a third group of people. Believe it or not, there's a third group of people. People that know God, people that don't know God, and they know they don't know God. And then there's a third group of people, which might be a big group of us. And that is that you don't know God, but you don't know that you don't know God. In other words, you don't know God, but you think you know God. That's actually pretty scary, isn't it? To think that you know God, but then realize you really don't? to go, I don't know, you're going, I do know God, but you really don't. That's who Paul was, you guys. You're going, how can somebody do that? How can somebody, like, think they know God, but not know God? How can somebody not know God, but not know that they don't know God? How could that happen? Guys, it happened with Paul, with this Ambrose character that you saw tonight. You guys, let me give you a little history of Paul. Paul, this Ambrose guy, And it kind of showed it in there, you know, if you saw the rangers and stuff and everybody else, there's all these different groups of people. And this, Paul wanted to become a Pharisee, wanted to become this religious leader, like Ambrose wanted to become a ranger. And he wanted to become this Pharisee. The Pharisees were part of the group of people that actually, they were the religious leaders that wanted to get rid of Jesus, if you remember that. They were were the ones who, you know... And tried to trap Jesus. Finally, they were happy because they got the people to rally up against Jesus, sent him to the cross, and killed him. They were so happy that Jesus was crucified. They were so happy about that. Paul wanted to be one of those people. He was also happy that they put Jesus to death. He wanted to kill Christians. But he didn't want to do it because he thought he was going against God. He wasn't going, I hate God, so I want to kill all the Christians. I hate God, so I want to just, you know, kill Jesus and get rid of him. He wasn't doing it at all. He was saying this, I love God, so I want to kill all the Christians. I love God, so I want to get rid of Jesus. And anybody that follows Jesus. That's what he said. He thought he knew God, but did he know God? No, he knew some kind of idea of God, but it was warped. He actually thought that God was against Jesus. He thought Jesus was a fake, a fraud, a somebody who was pretending to be God. He thought Christians were people that were fakes as well, people that were just following this, this fake God. So let's get rid of them. And if you look at Acts chapter 9, if you've already turned there, let me just read. This is where we kind of catch the story where at, the, at this account, he says, Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. And from chapter on all the way to the end of the book of Acts, it's really about the life of Paul. We'll see that as we keep going through this week. But he says, Saul was bre- still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. I want them dead. He was doing everything he could to get rid of them. And then it says, he went to the high priest. And asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, that's Christianity, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. And he wanted to take them as prisoners to Jerusalem to try them and kill them. And then it says in verse 3, as he neared Damascus on his journey, he's gone down this road to, to, to Damascus with these orders to arrest all these Christians, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. And look at verse 4, it says, He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? God met him, Jesus met him on this road to Damascus. Boom. But remember, guys, he wasn't going because he thought he was doing something evil and trying to do something against God. He thought he was doing God a favor. And God dropped him to his knees and said, You don't know me. You think you know me, and you think you know what I want. You think you know how I want you to live, but you're not right. You don't know. Look what he says in verse 5. Paul says to him, or Saul, same guy. He says, who are you, Lord? Saul asked. In other words, who are you, master? He didn't know who was talking to him. He just said, wow, this must be God. This must be Lord. This must be my master. He's going, oh, man. And he's saying, I want to know you more. I want to know who you are. I want to make sure I know who you are. It's a great question. I love it. Who are you, Lord? Who are you, God? Do you see what God answers him with? What's the next word say? Can anybody read it? I am Jesus. I'm Jesus whom you're persecuting. Do you know what that must have done to Paul? It totally flipped everything around. Are you kidding me? I thought Jesus was against you, and now I'm finding out that you are Jesus. You're the master that I want to follow, and I'm the one now. It changed everything for him. Just that one bit of information that he was willing to listen to from God because he asked the right question, who are you? I want to know who you are. And God gave him the answer. And I don't know, I would have thought, man, is he going to take this answer? That would have been hard. It's hard to admit you've been living a life all the way up until this point all wrong. Isn't it? That's tough. It takes a lot of humility. I mean, how do you like it if you've been just living for something over and over, and you're like, this is what life is all about. This is what life is all about. And then suddenly God hits you with, no, that's not what life is all about. That's been a whole waste of time. There's some of us in this room that won't stop doing that living that way because we don't want to admit that we've been wasting our lives. We just don't want to admit that we've been wrong. It's hard. But we know we need to do it. And Paul went, whoa. And it changed everything. Do you know from this point on, look how much it changed Just his knowledge of God, knowing God a little bit more, did this. He went from wanting to kill Christians to wanting to become one. Talk about a switch. Because see, his heart still was, I just wanna follow God, but I guess I didn't know God as much as I thought I did. But now that I know him more, I'm willing to change anything based on me knowing him. He went from being against Jesus To be wanting to follow Jesus. What a switch. Because he went, I want to know you. Now for some of us in this room, we're the same as Paul. We're the same as Paul. We come into this place, you guys, and maybe you've grown up in church. Paul grew up in their version of church his whole life. It didn't matter. He knew a lot of stuff about God. But he didn't really know God. And that's the same with us, you guys. Some of us in this room, we think we know God, but we don't know that we really don't know God. And some of us are even going, no, you know what? That's fine about I already knew that Jesus was God. Is that any surprise to any of us? Big surprise? Maybe for somebody, but for most of us, is it a big surprise that Jesus is God? not a surprise, for most of us, because we've heard that in the church, we know that, and stuff. And you go, hey, I know God, I know God, because I know Jesus is God, and I know, I know all about God, see? And I go, hey, so tell me how you know God. Well, see, I know that Jesus is God, I know that uh, God sent his son Jesus to die for my sins, he was buried, he rose from the dead, I know that God's in heaven, I know that he's, he's a ruler over all the universe, I know that, uh, that he, at this, he, re- he gave us this Bible, And uh, the stuff in this Bible is God's words. I know that. I know all about God. And that's exactly my point, is that you know all about God. Does knowing about somebody mean that you know him? I know the president. I know the president. You're like, whoa, really? You know the president? Yeah. I know that it's Barack Obama. I know that he's been president for several years now. I know that he's married. He has a family. I know that he lives in the White House. I know that he is the, ex- the, the executive branch of the government. I know that he has a vice president. I know that um, he was a senator in Indiana right before that, before he was president. I know that, uh, that he's the commander-in-chief of all of our armed forces. I know that he's one of the most powerful men in the, in the, in the, in the world. He's one of the most influential men in the world. Have I told you that I really know him? No. I told you all the stuff that I know about him. Seriously, you guys, listen. Some of us are doing the same thing with God. And you know it. Maybe even right now, tonight, is when you're actually going, whoa. Because I go, hey, you know God? Yeah, I know God. Well, yeah, tell me about him. Well, you see, he's, he's uh, created the earth and uh, all the stuff that he wrote in here is true. And uh, he sent his son Jesus to die for us. And um, Jesus is God. And, and uh, this is true. And, and this is true. And this is true about him. And all the things that you have about your knowledge of God is knowing stuff about him. And you think if you know all kinds of stuff about him, and you believe all this stuff about him, that means you know him. But that doesn't mean you know him. Knowing him is way more of a relationship. I can know all kinds of stuff about Jesus. And for me, when, I, when you asked the question, when you were in eighth grade or junior high, did you have a relationship with Jesus? I would have said yes, because I knew all kinds of stuff about him. See, I, can, I know what I'm talking about here, because it was me. I knew everything about him, and I thought, that's how you know God. You just learn all stuff about him. And you believe all the stuff about him. And you believe all the stuff that's written in this, and that's what you believe is all this stuff, all these facts. But that's not knowing them. That's not believing in them. That's just knowing and believing stuff about them. You guys, there's people in this room, I don't know if it's you, but you know if it's you. Right now, it's hitting you, and you're going, Huh, do I really know God and know Jesus? Or am I relying on all the stuff that I just know about him? Do you really know him? If you know him, it'll change your life. And that's what should be hitting some of us. To be honest, and I want to know if it's you. Just just think about it if it's you. That if you're in this room and you're going, I know who God is, I know God, but your life is really not, really not that different than people who don't know God, then maybe you should back up and say, Am I fooling myself? Because if you know God, not just know stuff about Him, it'll change your life like it changed Paul's. It will. Because when I know God, and by the way, when I finally did, came to a place where I said, I'm not just going to know stuff about him, I'm going to know him, I want to enter a relationship with him, it changed my life. It changed everything. Because now he's not just a God of the universe, he's my God. I mean, you thought about what that means. He's my friend? He's my what? God. He's my master. He's my owner. He's the God who created me to follow him. I owe my life to him. All of that comes with knowing him. You can't separate it. And that changes you. If the only biggest difference between you and people that really don't know God is that you have a Bible in your room and you go to church on Sundays... But really, your everyday life really is just, really a whole lot like the other people. If some people at your school would be surprised that you're a Christian, what does that tell you? That maybe you know God like Paul knew God before the road in Damascus. Maybe you really don't know God like you think you need to know God. And it needs to change. has to. Because not knowing God, but not knowing that you don't know God, not knowing God, but thinking that you know God, is no different than just plain not knowing God. It's no different. Paul wasn't any better. He wasn't any better than somebody else who totally rejected God before he met Jesus. So here's the deal for this week, you guys. Number one, I'm going to talk to the the three groups of people. If you're in that first group, you know God. I know you want to know Him more so you can follow Him better. I hope this week is totally going to do that for you. Take advantage of it. Get to know Him even more. And you'll find out what knowing Him is going to do in your life. If you don't know God and you know you don't know God, and maybe you're even going to say, you know what, if I'm going to be really honest, I may not even say it out loud, but I really don't care about knowing God. I really don't. Is this over yet? If that really is you right now that, that I just talked to, would you just simply do this? Will you at least be open to, before you even care about knowing him or not, will you at least find out what life really is like without him and what life really is like with him? It's very different. We're going to talk about it this week. Would you at least be open to listening to that before you make a decision of completely going, I really don't care. This is about your life, you guys. And if you don't know God, I'm telling you the truth. You were created to know Him. So if you don't know Him, your life at the very end still has no purpose and no meaning. And maybe deep down you actually know that but maybe like somebody else who it's hard to admit that you wasted a life, it's tough for you to admit it. But this is the week for you to actually just listen. Will you just do that for a week? Think about it. If you need to sit somewhere else next to, it's because you're next to somebody else who also doesn't care, do it. Sit somewhere else so they don't bother you so you can really listen. That's my challenge to you. My challenge to the, to the rest of us who really up until this point we go, I know God and maybe even right now you're going, hold it. Maybe I only know stuff about God. Do I really have a relationship with Him that has changed my life? And maybe instead of going trying harder to have a changed life maybe you just need to try harder to get to know Him. Because when you really get to know Him and put your faith in Him as your own personal God your life will change. It will. It'll become exactly what God has always planned you to have, and some of us are so frustrated because it's like we know enough to know that it's not right, you know what I mean? We know enough about following God that we know something's wrong. And maybe what's really wrong is that you finally have to admit that you really don't know God the way you think you do. Get to know Him this week on a completely different, not just stuff about Him. Get to know Him as your personal God who created you, have a relationship with Him, and created you for purpose to live out a completely different life in this world. Think about what that might look like for you. But at the very least, tonight, if you're part of that third group, would you at least admit, maybe tonight for the first time, I, I really don't know God. Cause my life sure doesn't show it, and maybe I've been fooling myself. Let's talk about that. Think about it, you guys. Let me—is it okay if I pray for you guys? We'll take off. Lord, thank you so much for uh, for the time tonight. That uh, just this beginning. That God, what a what a great example. And for some of us, what a hard hit. That here we're looking at this guy named Paul who. He really thought he knew you, God, but he didn't. God, I pray that for any of us in this room, maybe we've grown up in the church, we know all this stuff, and really, if we're being honest, it just just keeps going in one ear and kind of out the other, and nothing's really changing in our life. And we're wondering why. That, God, maybe it would be that for us that we would just admit that we really don't know you as our personal God. We really don't have a real personal relationship with you. We just, just know stuff about you. God, for those people in this room, the, the, the one or two people, whoever it might be, uh, maybe many of us who were forced to come here, they came here because they didn't really care about God, but for some other reason. And God, that maybe this week we, you just keep showing us just, just a little bit about what life is like without you really, what life is like with you, so that we can make a real decision about our lives. And God, for those of us who know you, we do. God, we just want to know you more. Show us how to know you even more, to follow you even better than we have already, to keep following you and keep being a light to the world around us. God, thank you for your word. Thank you that we can look into it, learn from it, relate to it. Show us what you need to show us. In the name of your son, Jesus, we pray, amen.